0: it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Olé. Olé! It's like a fiesta in Casa Olé. Olé! Casa Olé, fresh today, every day. Olé! Get a free child's plate with your sticky stuff from any Astros game.
1: Casa Olé!
2: Episode 25 of Lima Time Time. The Astros did a thing today, and everyone wants to get excited. But everyone should also realize that maybe if you absolutely have to beat a team, maybe you should do it before the last game of the series. So I'm not as pleased as you might think I would be after the Astros beat the Rangers in Arlington. I'm James. He's Patrick. Patrick, how do you feel? I'm okay.
1: It's not a positive. As in fact, like, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not happy. Are you? No. Not at all. No. Like, I, we didn't, like, they didn't put the bullet to put us out of our misery today. That's about, that's how I see it. We weren't old yellered.
2: No, yeah, the, the, the gun, like, like, misfired.
1: Misfired, yeah, or Jay just didn't have a good shot and just shot next to the head and just didn't, and it was like, oh, I don't have time for this.
2: Yeah, so they... We've
1: got a division to win.
2: <laughs> which they've already won. They won it... I know, it, scram Astros. They won it two months ago. So, no, I'm not happy. There's no reason to... If if you come away from a series that you have to win and, and you lucked into one of three, you shouldn't feel happy.
1: No. Not in a must-win series, and I say that with air quotes, Um but that, even if we can't catch the Rangers, that would have been a statement series to come in there and even take two out of three changes yeah. the whole dynamic of the thing. Not the whole series against the Rangers, like the whole big picture against them. But going into Cleveland, it would just it would have been good to win, to win that series at, at Texas in that death-hell heat that they – I don't know. That's a uh, – what a bad place. It's a- Speaking of heat – Bravado Spice Company has heat in their sauce, but it's actually for pleasure. It's not to uh, haunt the tortured souls of the hell grounds that is whatever the crap they call the ballpark at Arlington now. The (laughs) Devil's Field. Beelzebub Stadium. Yep. The River uh, Sticks. Sticks. At Arlington. (laughs) I don't know. But yeah, Bravado Spice is awesome. They're still our sponsor. They've stuck with us no matter how awful we are. So we stick with them. Hey, it's and,
2: so, it's sort of like the Astros.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's very similar. It's very similar, except that, well, so we're the Astros, I guess, and they're sticking with us?
2: Yeah, they're fans. And this analogy? I don't. They're fans that, that send a little hot sauce our way from time to time, and, and we, on occasion, crap the bed, and they, they still send us hot sauce. So it's sort of, yeah.
1: It's, it's loyalty, and, and, and it's, it's reciprocated. So yeah. we tell you this every week, but I want you guys to really make a concerted effort to seek out Bravado spice. Even if it's just the Crimson, if you're not feeling brave and you're not you don't want to do the pineapple habanero or the uh oh, what's the other one that I like a lot? Ghost pepper blueberry. Ghost pepper blueberry, which sounds like it'll be death, but it's not quite death. It's no, really
2: good. It's, it's, it's really good,
1: and if you mix it with the right what the right recipe, it's it's more than off the hook. It's very—it's uh, a complimentary sauce. But no, just get the regular Crimson hot sauce. Start there and then branch out. I promise you will like it. Yeah, and, and if, you if you don't, in, they're in Bubba Gump restaurants. I mean, come on, that's like Forrest Gump. Come on. Yeah,
2: if, if you don't—if you don't like it, then you don't like mentally challenged people.
1: And if you don't like it, that—that's also okay. But I would implore you to try it. <clears throat> I don't want to make anybody—I mean, you're wrong if you don't. Yeah. I don't care. care. (laughs) You're still wrong, but I'm not going to chastise you for it. If you try it, then you earn my respect, and then we can move on and just like nod our heads and agree to disagree that you're wrong. Yeah. So go to all their social media, go to their website, brottlespice.com. Let's talk some Astros baseball.
2: Okay, so we have a special guest coming on here in about five minutes, and we're going to bring him in by cell phone. We talked last week about the audio quality. We're working on making fixes and we are continuing. Excuse me. We are continuing to make uh, fixes to the audio. Um, it's going to be a little worse tonight because we need to. Don't uh, tell them that. No, way hey, we're up front. Let,
1: let them find out. Wait, they would anyway, I guess. Never mind.
2: Yeah, so, so basically, what we have to do is make a call on my cell phone and kind of hold it up to the microphone. And hope that everything's fine. But I think you'll like our guest. We'll uh, we'll introduce him when when he comes on in about four or five minutes. Um, let's talk briefly about this Rangers series because our guest is quite germane to to this series. Um, <laughs> if your overall impression isn't it is not is not that this series kind of sucked then your impression is wrong. Uh Patrick give me your thoughts on the weekend.
1: Um business as usual. Yep. Rangers Astros. Business yep. as usual. Yep. I mean when we play them and it's this weird and this I think this goes back to the the witch spell that they have on us. But I just feel like their lineup is so much better, and I don't know why. I only feel it when we play. They don't scare me on paper. They don't scare me when they're playing Seattle. But when we play them, every single person on that lineup scares me. And I don't know if it's just the dominance and I've just learned my place in this world against the Rangers. But don't you have that feeling that they're better than they are? Or yeah. are they just legit good? I respect them as a baseball team. They're not a bad baseball team, but I feel like they're not as good as we make them look.
2: No, th- no, that's that's true. I mean, if you if you take away the head-to-head record, then then they are very very similar teams. Like
1: we've basically given them like without us, they're not where they are.
2: No, they've we've the Astros
1: have given them the division. That's so terrible. And not a surprise in any in any fashion,
2: there are there are a couple things working for the Rangers that are not working for the Astros. In that the Astros cannot play the Astros. That's that's to the Rangers' benefit.
1: Damn. Yeah.
2: If only they could catch Keuchel on an off night. Right. Um. But also, they've got they've got some the one run. The they've they're like statistically. The Rangers are the best team in baseball history in one-run games. Now, whether that's luck, whether
1: that's just being clutch, it... it it's, I think it's everything. It doesn't um, I've, I've matter. I've fallen pretty close. It's everything. They've, they've blown leads and lost by one. They've come back and won by one. They've... I don't know. We'll we'll have to ask our special guest what what he thinks deep down, and and we won't, we need we're putting him up to, we're putting him up to a uh, polygraph test, so he won't be yeah. able to use his devil trickery that we all know that the Rangers are going to try to use on a on an Astro show. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'd like to know the uh, how they feel because you know when your team gets a cheap win, right? Right. You know when something just goes away, like oh that was a foul ball, whatever it might be. You know deep down in your heart, you can just laugh and be like, hey, well it usually works against us
2: but but i also feel like it's a it's a self-fulfilling prophecy like at some point you win enough close games that you just and and i'm not i'm talking about fans i'm not talking about like the players on a team that seem to pull out these unbelievable close wins like you're you get the hit you need when you need it like it, if it affects fans then then you know players are are ready to go
1: well, I think and I think they are. I think they're they are this year's Kansas City Royals of last year. If that didn't get too confusing. They're just mm. and it's annoying. And it's of course, I don't want to make that comparison, but they are. They just they just get a blooper when they need it or a two run double when they need it. It's not just any it's not just luck Texas Leaguer hits. Yeah. If they if they need a home run to tie it in the ninth and then go win it in the twelfth, they they just do it. And I think it starts with the players. They just they don't care. They're going to try to win the game, and I guess that if your team keeps doing that, you're going to start... It's like the uh, the three-point heat check theory, you know? Like, you're going to keep shooting threes, and you're going to expect them to make it until they miss it.
2: Oh, that's good. Yeah. No, I get that.
1: All right, so... so- but I still hate them, and they all... Like, if there was a wildfire near there, I would like them to get out alive, because I don't wish death upon anybody, but, like... You know, if they lost a barn out of it, maybe. No,
0: yeah, no, like a I,
1: sentimental barn. You know, no animals, no, n- no, like family heirlooms. <laughs> just like they lost their their barn where like he grew, you grew up and playing on the roof. I don't even know. I don't even do they have barns up there? I don't know. I, I'm from the city. I don't know how this works.
2: No, it's not. It's not the country like Dallas. Dallas is, and and I know. I hope they. No,
1: they have barns in the city. I just feel like Dallas would do that. Like, yeah, we live. We got lots of land. That's right. I live in the middle of the city, but I got a barn which
2: is suburbs holding hands all right and so an oil, and
1: an oil Derek, all right, sorry, go ahead so
2: on. i'm gonna bring in i'm gonna call in you're gonna hear me call our guest this, this uh, is great. this is totally jerry rigged, and uh our guest tonight, uh, let, hey let just let me give him a call. hang on <laughs> speaker. this is so weird. Oh, hell. Hey, what's up?
1: so uh, much? Can you hear me? Okay.
2: I can hear you, and we're recording live, and I don't feel like editing because whatever. So.
1: <laughs> because he's a bad producer.
2: Yeah, I'm terrible. He's a terrible uh, producer.
0: Uh, I'm, a, I'm actually just glad you guys can hear me. I walked out of the press box and like right into this like zit bony machine that was cleaning the ballpark, and I'm, like sprinting past it, and it turns around and it's like not chasing me, but it felt like it was chasing me. And I'm trying to get clear of this loud machine before you guys
2: call. So. <laughs> awesome. Well, our special guest tonight is Levi Weaver. He is one of like a handful of Rangers fans that I can actually continue to follow. And yeah. I'm I'm hoping that that he'll talk some crap about Evan Grant because I don't like that guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and no. Evan Grant can sort of go to hell as far as I'm concerned. Um, you know,
0: I, this is my first year on the job, and Evan has been so uh, super inviting and, and kind to me, so I, I, can't, I
1: can't say anything bad about him. So okay, can, uh, all right. We, we see where this is going.
2: I think we're done here. Um, <laughs> so, so uh, Levi Weaver uh, reports on the Rangers for WFAA. Uh, his Twitter feed he's at at 32 Ephus 32 is all spelled out um, like a Roman um, where it's all just text at 32 Ephus he is wonderful uh, thank you for joining us in the wind tunnel in which you are you are coming from oh,
1: hold on yeah like are you in the upside down and Stranger Things where are you <laughs> hold on guys hold on I'm losing you you might
0: end up having to edit this after all are you still there yeah we're here Okay, sorry,
2: I I lost you for about the last thirty seconds. No, no, you're we we just talked about who you were and how you're one of the few Rangers fans we can actually stomach on Twitter.
1: Also, okay. that you're on a terrorist watch list. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, I've been on. I've been on that for a while.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. So please, kindly, and we know your time is limited, and we will record after this is over. But could you please kindly explain, like, why the why the Rangers have dominated the Astros over the last season and and no forever. And three, I wanna know four, the six. whole
1: picture.
0: Yeah, I I've I've been thinking about this, uh, because I can't it was a mystery to me too. And so I did some research and I think I've stumbled onto something. Um in twenty fourteen when the so the Rangers ever but they they like nine hundred people played I played first base for the Rangers in twenty fourteen because <laughs> I, I was out of game. And uh so, so many people were injured, and it that was the season after Nolan Ryan left. There was, you know, uh, I wasn't here, so I can't say this for sure. This is all hearsay, but allegedly there were some disagreements between him and John Daniels, and, and, uh, and Daniels stayed and Nolan left. And then that was after the 2013 season. And then in 2014, everybody got injured, and there was a local columnist that sort of, started
2: this The Curse of Nolan Ryan thing. Evan Grant. No, it was Randy Galloway. Is it, is uh, it Evan Grant? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, no, you're right. It's Galloway.
0: Yeah. Um, who, <laughs> uh, he retired, so I don't have to say anything nice about him at all. <laughs> uh, so he he started this whole was The Curse of Nolan Ryan, and they shouldn't have kept John Daniels, and the Rangers were terrible. They lost somehow 500 games that season, <laughs> and... Uh, and it was a thing. Like, people literally talked about it as, like, this is our baseball curse. We had gone to the World Series two years in a row, and we'd, you know, been in the playoffs and just barely missed the playoffs that one year, and now we're terrible. This is the curse of Nolan Ryan. But then, he went to the Astros. and I was Oh, thinking no. About this. It's, so the Rangers made it to the World Series, but they lost in heartbreaking fashion in 2011. Yeah. And then in 2012, they got to the wild card game. 2012 was their one of their best regular season teams, I still think that was the best team they've ever had, lost in the wild card game with you Darvish on the mound against Joe frigging Saunders. Mm-hmm. 2013, they lost on the last day of the season when Josh Hamilton dropped a fly ball in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Like, build up, build up, build up, heartbreak. And ever since it's ever since Nolan got to Houston, it's been build up, build up, build up. Everyone picks them to into the, the division. Heartbreak, guys, I think
1: it's the curse of Nolan Ryan
2: so it's like a reverse it's a reverse nolan Ryan curse. that's like, like a yeah. weird
1: haunting curse because he's he was very prolific with the Rangers, and uh, you but I still think he, he knows where his loyalty lies
2: yeah uh, no no i'm I'm sort of with levi on this it's it's uh you curse the team that you're with, like you hurt the ones you love that's that's what it is.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's my theory. So
1: I'm sorry, guys. It's it's Nolan Ryan's fault. Okay, so it's hey, not Greg Abbott. Because um, was, I'm gonna I still stick, stick, stick with Greg Abbott, ago. but Nolan Ryan. Oh, this hurts a little bit.
2: No, that's that's too that's way too logical. Like, it's I'm, too
1: re- it's too real. It hits it hits too close to home. That's the only thing I
0: can come up with. It's either that or like I don't like even the Rangers. Their Pythagorean record is terrible this year and their run differential is not great and then you know they're uh, they're gonna win the division so i don't know i can't explain it that's that's all i've got i ceased to rely on math and it's i i had to just consult
1: the book of witches and yeah was, there's definitely there's definitely like witch magic involved i think we can all agree that there is devil voodoo witch magic involved Oh, One way or the other, it's a, whether it's a curse on baseball us. Baseball
0: will not make you believe in God, but it will make you believe that there's a devil and he hates you and your team. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs>
2: right? <laughs> that's so true.
0: Yeah. So uh, I'm sorry to not be of any more help mathematically or give you something to explain, but I mean, it's, that's.
2: No, the, the math lines up. Like, there, there's no mathematic reason why the Rangers should have a having what was it now, eight and a half game lead in the division? Nine and a half. Nine and a half, yeah.
1: Alright, so nine and a half and, and if but you that still doesn't explain the dominance over the bad Ranger teams that would just beat us when this has been going on for a long time. We've never been able to beat these guys. Uh, you guys did pretty okay in twenty
0: fourteen.
2: Yeah, twenty fourteen it was like eleven the, the Astros won like eleven of nineteen
1: or Was that the like only that. time we've ever had a winning record against them? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. So yeah. there you go. So maybe there's more to it, I don't know. No, but that's your theory is the best God. I've heard, and I don't like it personally just because it's Nolan Ryan. No. But well, it, 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 it makes Look, the got, most sense.
0: I've got so many Nolan Ryan baseball cards and posters at my house. Like you're the hero to me
1: growing up. But Oh, me too. It's the only thing I can think of. No,
2: that's good. It's not good, but it's good. It's a good theory. Yeah,
1: yeah I don't yeah. yeah, I'd like to uh maybe some of the listeners can send in your your curse theories i don't I, di- I implore you i dare you to come up with something better than the nolan ryan curse i'm just going to um, call
2: it like there's not a better curse theory I,
1: I really don't think there is either it's it it lines up with the years it's uh
2: cuz uh, no oh, hang on nolan ryan never he won a world series in 69 nice with the mets is that right <laughs> the weed yeah. number <laughs> um, and that's it, right? Like, he never won another World Series past it didn't 1960s. even get
1: close. Did he? I don't really think they like, did, uh, except for the Astro teams in the 80s.
2: Yeah, the 80 and 86 Astros came close, but I th- I think he only has one ring.
0: Well, and he almost got a ring as a member of the Rangers' front office, but, but again, no dice. Man.
2: Hmm. That's a good theory. Yeah. Cuz I was well, kind of I was kind of ready to for you to come on and, and have us roast you. Um, but Well, see, um, you want
1: to know a weird thing? Sorry, James, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I really ahead. I'm bad about this, but I made a tweet earlier about how I was going to have to keep sacrificing coyotes to <laughs> keep the Astros winning. And uh, doesn't Nolan Ryan, didn't he like fight a coyote one time? You mean, fight fight or fight? No, he f- actually fought one. Like he like killed a coyote with his bare hands that was on his land or something. There's a f- he has a million famous stories like this, but I'm thinking that it's all <laughs> tying it, it's I all tying it. in, and the witchery is it's all coming to the forefront. I'm yeah, I'm just reaching, guys. Let's move on. Let's move forward from this. I, I I'm zero percent surprised if that is a true story. <laughs> no, no, I'm it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google it right now while uh, James talks some sense while I'm looking up witch stuff.
2: No, I don't have any sense. Like I I'm so intrigued by this.
1: Like <laughs> I'm gonna put Nolan Ryan Coyote in, and we're just gonna see what comes up. Yeah.
0: Honestly, like I'm actually surprised that the story got out because that sounds like something he would do just as a matter of oh for like, sure oh this and just not ever mention it to anyone, not even Ruth. Like <laughs> six months later. And coyote carcass turns up he's like, oh yeah, I killed that, no big deal. Like, I, can, I can see
1: that being, I mean, hold on, it wouldn't sound like that. It would sound like, "All oh, right, yeah, I killed that, no big deal. Like, that, that's the best Nolan Ryan impression. Yeah, ever. he don't want anybody to talk about it. Like, it's just a thing that happened on his land. It's like, he just, he's, he came in upset about it, but it, he wasn't going to talk about it. Okay, uh, in 1985, Nolan Ryan, then with the Houston Astros, was bitten by a coyote <laughs> while reaching into a dog pen. <laughs> So like that's her, so he was just bitten by a coyote, and then he clearly kept pitching. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that's all I got. Why was the coyote not, in his dog pen? Because he lives in Alvin, Texas.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's not even like a euphemism for... Like the coyotes run the Texas. city council Why? there. I don't
1: like, know if you knew this, but they, they, they run that town. <laughs> like coyotes, like, they're, they're passing legislation now. <laughs> Man, all right. oh, wow.
2: Okay, so, so Levi, like you, yeah. you, you are a reasonable person. I try. If, if you were an Astros fan, how would you explain the Rangers' dominance over the Astros?
0: Oh, uh, I mean, I would invoke uh, all, all manner of uh, just this black magic and, and wickedness and, and evil. It's, just, it's the way that I handled in the late 90s, the way that I handled the Yankees. Okay. Um, the Rangers made it to the playoffs three times. Every time the Yankees just destroy the late '90s Yankees teams, with you know they had a million great players, and they just destroy the Rangers every time. Yeah. And so for decades, I held a grudge against the Yankees, and I the Red Sox became my second favorite team because any team that hated the Yankees as much as I did, I, I could get on board with liking them. Okay. And uh, and so when they won the world, so when they came back in 2004 from down three nothing, and they beat the Yankees and then went on to win the World Series and break that curse. I was ecstatic because that was my, now my second favorite team. So if I had, you know, I, I hate to say this because it's the Rangers that are the team that I cover, but if you need to find some kind of uh, secondary joy, find a team that consistently beats the Rangers, make that your second favorite team, voila, you get a little bit of joy. Yeah, it like makes you sense. You become Blue, Blue Jays fans if you wanted to. Oh, are you
1: still there, yeah yep here did i just did I just blow your minds with my theory or what yeah, sort of no, we're just letting you stew in it and make you think it's just like the just the silence to make you think did I do well, was it okay? did it hit it right. might have we, I don't know <laughs> what I'm in comedy, so, so it's did like the like? silence is a yeah. killer to me if I don't get an immediate reaction it it's death to me, so <laughs> we're just we're just we're just seeing where you're
0: at, yeah well. And that worked for me. It gave me some baseball joy in those lead years. So I don't know. It might not work for you. I don't know if you want to become like a secondary Blue Jays fan. That might be painful.
2: No. No, I'm not doing that. So. Okay. Um. All right. Can you explain? Because I'm I'm curious, and my brother-in-law. Uh my wife's brother is is a Rangers fan and it's been sort of a, a the cause for consternation but he's the one that sort of introduced me to you on Twitter and led hey. to this burgeoning friendship um without being too weird about that but uh so so tell me I'm curious like we have players as Astros fans we have players that we hate more than anyone in the world Albert Pujols yeah. is one of them I'm, he's given me a list of, of players that Rangers fans hate. Could oh, you, yeah. Could you give me your top three, maybe top five? This is not scripted. I have not asked you to think about this in advance. Okay. Who,
0: this is easy. This oh, is easy.
2: All right, go. Yeah, David Freese, number one forever. Wow, okay.
0: He will always be number one on this list. Number two, Lance Berkman, for two reasons. One, because he was a part of the 2011 Cardinals, but two, because then he came here later and was terrible for the Rangers.
1: Yep. Uh, That's what you get.
0: Yeah. uh, Let's see. From there, it gets. Oh, three.
1: Jose Bautista. Um, Wait, wait. Because of the bat flip, really?
0: No. Or the fight with Odor.
1: Odor got his.
0: Yeah. Oh, like we're even. Yeah. Sure, we're baseball even. Um, In fact, it's probably a little more than even. But for me, it wasn't just the bat flip. Like Bautista's always been kind of. I don't know. I haven't ever like watching him play. If he played for the Rangers, I'm sure I would find a way to justify his antics as being, like,
1: good. Yeah, Uh, yeah, yeah, he's definitely one of those guys that's on that, like, uh, I usually equate it to basketball players like Bruce Bowen (laughs) and, like, Derek Fisher, guys that you hate on every other team. But if they play, or uh, Matt Barnes, guys like that that you just hate, like, with a passion. But if they come play for you and they're doing that same thuggery, you're kind of okay with it. No, nah, Matt Barnes can go to hell. Like Matt Barnes, no, man. Matt Barnes can actually die. But I'm just, yeah. he's the. But well, I mean, if you yeah. had him on your team and he was like annoying everybody else, you wouldn't hate him.
0: Yeah. Well, and see, I didn't like said before that. Just for baseball reasons, and it wasn't the bat flip that I that gives me baseball hate for him. It's it was the significance of the home run as it pertained to the series.
1: Sure. So. Right. No. Of course.
0: Uh, so yeah, that, uh, Bautista 3, uh, probably Josh Donaldson's 4, um, because he's, he, okay, so if is the guy that you don't like on the other team, and it's questionable whether you would like him if he was on your team, Donaldson is definitely the guy that you hate if he's on the other team, but you would love him on your own team. That's, like, I'd I, I love to have Donaldson as a Ranger, but can't stand watching him play for the other team, because he is absolutely, like, uh, he plays with a lot of fire and and uh and he's
1: and he's good
0: (laughs) yeah and he's really good yeah um the the moment that i came to hate uh donaldson from a baseball and i say hate like i'm i'm gonna see these guys so i don't hate hate them i just baseball hate them uh right 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 uh, a few years ago he was he was facing you darvish and was like yelling at Darvish to challenge him with a fastball, and Darvish was like, "Well, screw you! You can't hit my slider." <laughs> and he struck him out on three straight sliders. And Donaldson like yelled out to the mound, calling him an uh, FNP. Like, Dude, got it? You just, you just struck out. You don't, you not get to yell that at the pitcher who just beat you with his slider. Yeah, um,
1: I kind of respect
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Is there a number five? Um, I mean, it, it, it starts to fraction after that. Like, you get different factors. You get people that hate Matt Garza. You get people that hate C.J. Wilson. Uh, I don't know. It just it depends on who, who else is on your list at that point. Mm, A-Rod, this, is, A-Rod that's, is another one that still gets a lot of hate around here, but he was really great when he was a ranger, so...
2: I feel like A-Rod gets the, the Carlos Beltran treatment. Like Like, people boo him, but for sentimental reasons and not for logical reasons.
0: Yeah, that's probably... That's
2: probably it. So, so Patrick...
0: Who
2: else was on his list? Who, who, who else did he have? Yeah, no, no. So, So, my, I guess my question for you, Patrick, is name your top three most hated Rangers so that Levi knows kind of where we're coming from oh, can as I, fans. Can, I, can, I, can you
0: write them down and I can guess?
2: All right, guess.
1: You, can I guess uh, before you do? Oh, no, see, re- I, this, is, this is tough because it's all... Hmm, let me think. I'm give me, ready. Give I'm me ready. a second here. Um. Well, I know who's number one, number two, and number three, and then there's Let's another few the other three. guys. And Let's this is just a per, this is a personal vendetta. But yeah, you can um, I'll give you three guesses to guess my main guy.
0: Okay, Rupnello door number one. No. Uh, no, he's not number one. Is he on the top three?
1: He's in the top three. He's not for me because I kind of respect the way he plays the game. No, I, I just do.
2: I hate him.
0: Excellent.
2: he's in my top three. Uh,
1: I was gonna
0: guess uh, Ruggie, I was gonna guess Carlos Gomez just because of the way that he played in Houston nope. versus how he
1: played in Texas. And three Cole Hamels. Yo, fuck Cole Hamels. That's him. <laughs> <laughs> I hate him <laughs> so much. Yeah, because he refused to trade to Houston last year. It's not yeah. that has literally nothing to do with it. I, I just oh, hate yeah. him, and I, Cole Hamels is just—he is an enemy of mine and has been. No, that didn't help his cause. But um, I'll yeah, go, Cole Hamels is a is a strong number one and probably number two.
2: I'll go against I'll go against Patrick here and say that the the refusing I could have gotten on board with Cole Hamels if he had joined the Astros, and since he rejected the trade, then he's number one and number two. But odor odor is easily number three because he thought he could step to Hank Conger, who is apparently yeah, the, he's the key. The, Conger is the key to the Astros' success. Like he's my hero still. And I Very, had so he
0: was really well up there.
2: Conger was he was. And I had someone from from the Astros front office like direct message me and be like, "Hey, is do do Astros fans really think that Hank Conger is the key to success for the for the franchise?" And I was like, "Yes, absolutely." It,
1: yeah. yeah, it's mor- it's all morale. Yeah, we he he was like everything that we needed at the at Club Astros was Honger, Conger. Yeah. It went was away. It, just, it went well, away the I second Conger he- left. The guy was the best. I have a. I have a yeah, Hank Carver so like, jersey, I know it, I know and I will wear it forever. Draw base
0: because
1: he couldn't throw base runners, so was it just his No, he couldn't. Yeah, mean? he couldn't hit. He couldn't throw out base runners. He couldn't catch. <laughs> but but by golly, did he get the guys, the guys riled up? Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh-huh. All he, right. so, he's yeah. he's yeah. one of those folk heroes he that did, what didn't actually produce, but he—I don't know—he means a lot, and it's fun to have guys like that.
0: It is. The Rangers had Bobby Wilson for the better part of this year, and he was like a whole hero here. And, like, he's, he's not a great – he's a good defensive catcher, but he doesn't have a great arm. He doesn't really hit, although he did hit two grand slams this year somehow. Of course. Due to the curse of Nolan Ryan probably. Yep. Uh, but everybody loved him. Loved Bobby Wilson. So I, I can see that. <sighs> I don't – Was there anybody else on your list besides Paul Hamilton
1: and uh, Odor? Um, he's not, I hated Ian Kinsler. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I'm trying to think, and fuck, fuck Beltron, just for the sake of it.
2: <laughs> I can't, I can't get but, on board with, uh, I, I'm, I, I think Adrian Beltre is a national treasure, so I'm not gonna hate, I'm not gonna hate him.
1: But he's a Astros killer, though, but it, there's respect there.
2: Yeah, it's it's more of a respect thing. Um, Matt Bush, I hate Matt Bush.
0: Fair, he's a really nice guy, uh, but I can absolutely see uh, being com- like he is somebody who covers the Rangers, who talks to Matt Bush on a somewhat regular basis. I can absolutely see Rangers fans being conflicted uh, about, you know, like I. For me, I want to be, believe in. I'm, I'm a sucker for redemption stories. Yeah. Uh, I'm a sucker for anybody who pays their their dues and then manages to come back and, and be a success. I, I love that Matt Bush is incredibly open about what he's done in the past, he's apologetic, and, and will look you in the eye and talk about it and express that that's a regret that he can never get rid of, that it, it will always be there and always haunt him, and he, he knows. That there are consequences that can't be undone, so you want to root for the guy as a person, but then also you still got, you know, the the wake of destruction that he left, and right. it's real and it's still there. So
2: see, this is this goes into the reason I didn't want to bring you on because you'd humanize the enemy,
1: and yeah, and I don't like this either. Yeah, <laughs> because I'm I'm a sucker for human redemption redemption as well. So yeah, I'm with you, James. Like I did, no, we need to. We need to demonize them.
2: No, and yeah, I just want to. I just want to hate. That's all I've got left. Is hate. That's, that's
1: understandable. All right, but so, like, but Josh Hamilton was the same situation too, and it was yeah. like I, I felt even as an Astros fan, like I was rooting for Josh multiple times. I rooted for Josh because yeah, you Josh just saw like the raw there. talent there that like this guy could be an all time great, and then it was just I don't. It just Ryan Leaf.
0: Josh was a little easier to root for, I think, because really the only person that he ever hurt, like physically hurt, was himself.
2: Yeah.
0: That's a good uh, point. With, with Matt Bush, there's, you know, Tony Tifano still has a pretty low quality of life right now. Yeah. So,
1: so it's, it's easier to be more conflicted about that story for sure.
2: All right. So uh, I know. Can, can
1: we come up with one more, James. Okay. One more hated guy, even if they, they just left. Can we get one more? I feel like we're, there's not enough hate between the two of us. I feel like there should be a lot more. Uh,
2: I wish I wish anybody, and I guess Bregman has performed better lately, uh, but yeah. uh, I sort of wish yeah. that, that someone that the, the Rangers called up would struggle like, like Bregman did, but Nomar Mazara has been
1: the, the prospect I wish the Astros had. Yeah, and Ian Ian Desmond, he gets on my nerves, but I don't hate him. He's just Ian Desmond. You
0: know who you guys should hate? You guys should hate uh, Tony Barnett.
1: Okay, because take it. we done. Like easy. Like,
0: there, there are not many. You know, as a as a member of the thrash, you're not supposed to like make friends with guys. Like, you're not supposed to like be in the clubhouse just being buddies with guys. Uh, but as far as like people on the team go, Tony Barnett. I like. I really like that dude, and I would hang out with him in real life. And I think he would think it was it was funny
1: if he just became this irrational source of hate for Astros fans. So, Let's do it. Well, no, oh, then yeah, we're he, playing into no. We're playing into his devil hand. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, I see what you're doing. If he's gonna like that, then no, I don't. I can't make him into a folk hero because we just picked him to hate. I mean, he just, looks like Andrew WK. <laughs> he
0: kind of does. Kind of does, and he's like this thirty-two-year-old rookie that went to Japan and you know became a closer over there and struggled over here and never did anything and then went to Japan and became a closer and now here he is in the big leagues and this his rookie year at
1: thirty-two it looks like he's going to get to play in the postseason. So you guys should hate him just like because just for having that kind how, of luck for for working yeah. through his transgressions in Japan and and making it in the big leagues to be a great story. Yeah, I hate that. Yeah, like that. how many
0: Astros fans have have gone through so much with their team, <laughs> and Astros that have gone through so much with their team, and here comes this guy from, from Arizona, or from Alaska, he's, he's from originally, and then he goes over to Japan, and now look, he's going to get to play in the postseason.
1: Okay, okay well hold on, wait, no, I do hate Tony Barnett, because I'm reading a, a tweet, and he tweeted to Azuma Leasing, who does apartment furniture leasing for places, and he's like, appliance broke. Azuma came out right away to fix the problem so we can live right. Many thanks. So, yeah, I hate him. Mm-hmm. You're tweeting Azuma Fantastic. leasing for your appliance problems. I don't like that. So, yeah, he's, he's now my enemy.
2: All right. So, Levi, I know you're on your way home. You're going to your kids. Um, yeah. And we're, we're coming to a close uh, on right. our conversation. So, I guess I'm going to flip the question on you. Is there an Astro that you hate uh, or a list of Astros that you hate? Or is it just pity and and sadness for our lot in oh. life?
0: Um, no, I'm still capable of sports hate. Um, I I thought it was funny um, when, uh, when... Shoot, I'm having a brain freeze. The, the closer, he just pitched today and threw the ball 100 miles an hour. John. Um, yeah, yeah, Giles. Yeah, Giles. When Ken Giles was like, "We're a more, we're a more talented team than they are. We're gonna come out here
1: tomorrow and put them in the ground."
0: That was and a bad then,
2: opinion. They, yeah,
1: it was yeah. still a dope ass yeah. thing to say though. It yeah, wasn't was correct, funny. but it was still like a badass thing to say. But move on. Sorry about oh, that. Go if ahead.
0: If it had worked, it would have been great. Um, but I thought that was funny. And then uh, and then Lance McCullers today tweeted something about like, "Did you guys see the tweet?" So MLB yep. said to me, "Sit down." And he was like, "Maybe give up." Something like giving up,
1: however many runs in four runs and five five runs in four innings or something. And somebody put the stat box up, and he was like, well, "If you're gonna look at my career stats, if you're gonna uh, <laughs> if you're gonna do it like this, it's like, oh, Lance, you do not want to get an online battle with a troll. Like, yeah. you're fun yeah. online, Lance, but like, let's chill."
0: Yeah, you don't. And he hasn't been great at Globe Life Park. So, um, I mean, we could throw those two guys, but honestly, like, I. I think it's, it was more, oh, you know, you know what we should do, if you guys are going to have, like, uh, a fabricated Tony Barnett, hey, here's here's mine, um, Colin McHugh, and not just because he pitched today, I, I actually know his brother Evan, and I've done shows with him in Nashville, and uh, I'm, like, good friends with Evan, and now his brother pitches for the Astros, so just as, like, a sibling rivalry thing, I will, I'll add Evan McHugh to my list of sports, hate. I mean, Colin McHugh, Evan is his brother.
2: Whole, because I I lived for Na- I lived in Nashville for like seven years so so this may be an an off podcast question but I want to know about your your Nashville uh, experiences but um, no that's that's interesting so yeah what what years were you there I was there I le- I moved there I I moved everything that I owned coming out of college in Abilene. um everything i owned fit into the back of a honda civic which is depressing yeah uh in 2002 and then okay. i moved i moved back to abilene in early 2003 to marry my now wife and then we lived there from 2009 to 2000 early 2009 to late 2014
0: so also wow, yeah we were we had a lot of time there together i was there from 7 through we left early 2014 cuz i went to go live in an rv for a year and travel around my last
1: year of touring
2: nice yeah this is like we, a live
1: wikipedia page
2: yeah we have we have some things to talk about but
1: nashville is a uh i don't want to call it an underrated city it's, it's but nashville really. is one of the best cities in this country and i think anybody should to, should go check it yeah. out if I you haven't nashville. been there already the, i know everybody like, has case. an opinion on it because it's nashville but nashville is legit it's a yeah, great it's, awesome. it's a great place I I no arguments there.
0: See, we did it. We we found common ground between Astros and Rangers, and it's Nashville. Yeah, which by the way is a AAA affiliate of another division rival, because the
1: A's have their uh, the Nashville Sounds are there.
2: Yeah, that's right. I think well, we're
1: just think we're all, all rational know. people, and I can I can deal with rational people all day long. It's our on our, our irrational people, and then other teams irrational people that fight. Oh. Yeah, but I I, I love like. Discourse and and just to debate with people that aren't gonna curse at you and fight back and say, "Hey, I think it's this way." It's right. cool to just talk to other teams and just see what the perspective is and what they like the people that have intelligence actually think, and it's not some hot take from some crazy guy that's angry on a keyboard. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna skip Bayless, you guys
2: for sure. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's yeah. W- We're all sort of latent racists in that, like, no, I have some Rangers fan friends. Like, it's uh, a, you know.
1: But we We all do. Yeah, we definitely all do, unfortunately. I think it'd be ideal if we can just sneak into that second wild card spot, win that game, and somehow we got the Rangers and the Astros in a playoff series. I'd be terrified and have no hope of winning, but by God, would I like to see it. I'd get fired. It'd be fun for the state.
2: I would get fired. Like, there's no way I could keep my job as a as a public school teacher, Astros fan and Rangers fan country like I I You know I, they're
1: all like 1 p.m. starts, right? Like you don't get to watch one game. They're exactly. all like during the week.
2: No, that no, that's like, exactly what would happen.
1: In your most like aggressive history class.
2: Mhm.
1: You have to be the most present. Yeah. But no, that would be but that'd be fun. Maybe not the outcome, but the uh, the journey would be fun if that could, we could get to that point. I think that's the uh that's the goal of having us both in the AL West, for at least from me. That's what I want, is just to have this death rivalry with Texas forever and just battle for the division and have the other teams remain irrelevant. And, I think that'd be really you know
0: fun. You know who else loves the idea of that rivalry is Jeff Bannister. Because we talked to him about it this this week, and he came from the NL Central, which he described it as a bloodbath every night. And, uh, <laughs> it was. And we, yeah, and, and he, we kind of asked, like, was well, that what you would— like here in the AOS, is a yes, absolutely. I want that in the in the West. It's baseball; is a long, grueling sport. You play hundreds of games, and to have a rivalry like that, it keeps you from getting bored. It it wakes you up in the morning. You're excited to get to the ballpark. Yeah, rivalries make baseball so much more fun. He's right; like it's it, it makes it a lot better. So.
1: I think it's great. We just have to beat Texas a few more times for to be taken seriously. Even if you think yeah. we're a good ball club, at some point it's like you guys own us. So there's no. Yeah, no. It's it's, a, it's like it's like the the standard Dallas Houston rivalry. It's like, well, uh, we're the Cowboys. We have nothing to do. I mean, the Texans. Oh, y'all hate us. Cool. I mean, it's like in, it's indifference from Dallas. Yeah, I'd no, like it to be a mutual. Real hate.
2: It's not a rivalry until both teams win, you know, a, a fairly equal share of games, and that's not happened in the last couple of years. So or a big yeah.
1: series, like they could dominate how they have for years, and if we came and beat them in a playoff series, I'm going to give us a little plus one on that one. You know what I mean? For so, sure, for sure, it counts like ten times as much as in playoffs. All right. I hate
0: to run, but I am home, so am It's been a, like a. 10-day homestand, and I'm going to go reintroduce myself to my family and see if they remember my name.
2: Sweet. All right, Levi. Levi Weaver. It, at, Levi. At 32EFIS. Right, Please follow him. We'll give him a shout-out on Twitter. Thank you so much. Have a good take, weekend. Take care, guys. All right. Bye. All right, thanks.
1: Uh, there goes, uh, there the, goes my theory about all Ranger fans being bad. No, he's not a fan, though.
2: Do you, do you hate him? No. Because of how measured he is.
1: Well, yeah, I hate how level-headed and nice he is. Yes, I hate that because that's just a trait that no human should possess. Yeah. Like I'm, you shouldn't be able to be that cool and awesome about everything.
2: And he's like a musician and Yeah,
1: so like yeah, yeah like he's we're, like I feel like we'd be really good friends and I don't like that.
2: Yeah, no, no. That doesn't <laughs> need, that doesn't need to happen. So, what all right, what are we going to But talk he restored
1: about? faith in that like there are decent people out there rooting for these devil worship teams you know yeah no i think i or think... covering them maybe i mean that's just his cross to bear like they were like hey you can remain or you remain in purgatory or you can uh come cover the rangers for yeah. a little bit i don't know <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> your satanism uh may not you know it's it's oh man
1: it's touch and go there right so touch and go satanism
2: All right, so the Astros go to Cleveland and then have the Cubs at home and then the Rangers at home. Like, Do you think that by the – where do you think the Astros are? And I I think we should sort of wrap this up here fairly soon. Do you think the Astros are in a better or worse position now than – in a week? Let me rephrase. Do you think the Astros are in a better position a week from tonight – than they are right now.
1: I honestly. And this sounds like I'm, I'm dodging the question. I am not. I honestly. Because of how the Astros are. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. Um, they could go out and sweep Cleveland. Take the series against the Cubs. And be in a better position. For the wild card. It could legitimately happen. So I honestly have no idea, and that's the scariest thing about this team is that I have no idea who's going to show up. But I, I'm not, I'm not scared of the Cleveland Indians. I know they're good. Yeah, no, they're. I don't, I don't know. These are both two very good baseball teams. I, I just, I, I don't know. How do you feel?
2: I feel like if there is. Uh, I'm gonna regret this. I think that if there is a team more overrated than the Rangers, it's the Indians. Like I feel like they've they've got pitching, but but the the problem is I don't really pay attention to the AL Central, other than a cursory glance. So so I don't know. I can say that and then and then get absolutely waxed online, and and feel shame and hate everything. But but I'm not I, I'm with you I'm I'm scared of the Cubs I'm scared of the Rangers I'm not scared of the Indians and that could come back to bite me but it is what it is
1: yeah and I, and I feel the same way and and that doesn't mean that I don't think that they are good baseball teams it's just they don't have that like that ownership over my soul like <laughs> yeah n- no team does I'm not scared of any other team even though I know that we can lose. It's not like it's not some uh, bravado. Uh, <laughs> nice, got nice. It. We got paid extra for that. Hashtag um, brand. It's it's just. I think that we're a baseball team that can play with pretty much anybody if we're if we're hitting. It's the we can.
2: Which is sort of a questionable. Which is questionable skiddle.
1: at best. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that they can't do it, and and they've hit the ball fine lately. Let me ask you let me ask you
2: this and I think this is where we should close. Are you more are you more confident about the September 2016 Astros or are you more confident about the 2017 Astros?
1: More confident, that's the the caveat here. Yeah. Um I feel if we're going just based on confidence then I'm I don't know if I'm necessarily confident in the 2017 Astros, but I feel better about the depth there. And that uh, like that's when I feel like it all comes together and the youth step up and produce, um, the stars get just a little bit better, and then we tinker with the lineup to bring in people that kind of round it all about. So, yeah, I would say that I... Am fully invest. Well, I don't want to say fully invested in next year because that would that would say that I'm not fully invested right now. I just feel like, yeah, next year the depth is insane. We've had the entire AAA roster up at some point. Pretty much, yeah. Like so, we have we have MLB not veteran talent, but MLB ready talent that can step in and play whatever the situation is, and and then the guys like Bregman who. Ended up being just as good as we thought he would be. It just took a little minute. Yep. So I'm feeling pretty damn good. Guriel's great. Uh, He's only going to get better until he declines. What? (laughs) We just need to get a uh, rotation going, and we will be one of the best teams in baseball. Rotation, and that's and that's we're right there. I I just they're frustrating, and they're frustrating because they're so unpredictable. And I think that's one of the most frustrating things for in any aspect of life, is unpredictability.
2: The rotation is not good.
1: No, it's, it's not even close to being good. As of, right, even, as of right now. It's barely adequate.
2: Yes. You're hoping that a team that has, with a track record that doesn't hit all that well, can bail out your rotation. And Tony Sip looks like the worst three-year contract in the history of relievers it's,
1: but that's one of those unpredictable things, James. Like the, I, No, no, no. You're no. You're terrible, totally right. But I, he was also lights out. So it's he was
2: lights out for two years. Like for he had a two sub,
1: straight years of nothing. Sub, Literally giving up nothing.
2: Sub three ERA, and now you give him the contract, the three year, eighteen million, and and he he can't he can't get he cannot close an inning. Like it's it's. You look at his his stats with two outs and he gives up a ton of home runs and he'll walk dudes and it's just one of those it's one of those things and I there's devil
1: magic that's that's all there is Well that's just the game of baseball like you're, yeah. no, you're on right. and then you're not
2: <laughs> So how do we how do we leave listeners here are we optimistic are we pessimistic
1: I think we should just <laughs> Let's let's go with wait and see, not in a bad way? Question mark.
2: Because no.
1: I don't. I mean, because I don't know. They could come out and win three straight at Cleveland, and then you're feeling infinitely better about everything again, and it changes. Uh, that this is why having a weekly show is tough, and it doesn't seem like it would be tough for anybody listening. It's like oh you got to just talk baseball. But the oh, the roller coaster thing, the the ups and downs yeah. and how literally 3 or 4 games in a row changes your entire mental outlook on the team. Yeah. Um for a long season like this, it kind of wears on you. So I'm almost spent getting back on board embracing 2017. Oh, these guys, they can play. They can make the playoffs. Like, And, and you had a tweet earlier that just said, you know, being, I, I, what are we, three out now? Yeah. Was it, is that what it was? Yeah, being three games two, out it feels like the half world half is now. crumbling. The world is crumbling, but we are still just three out of the wild card.
2: Yeah, with a month to play.
1: But deep down in my heart of Texas, mm. I don't think that this is the year. And if you do, <laughs> nice. Got it. Um, more power to you. I'm I'm rooting for them to make it the year. But in my heart of hearts, I do not feel like this team is playoff ready because you need shutdown pitchers in the playoffs. And you may, you, may, you may sneak in and scrape by a wild card game win, but you go to a series with this rotation and we just, I don't know. Skewer, skewer me online. It's fine. I, I just, I'm being real.
2: No, no, I'm... I'm And I love them with
1: all my heart, and I hope that they prove me wrong and win a World Series. And I'll be like, hey, I was wrong. Berate me forever. And then I'll buy my replica ring, and I'll wear it to the grocery (laughs) store. And my championship gear that I'll wear forever. And I'll just be like, yeah, that was years ago. So, eh, whatever.
2: (laughs) I mean, can we at least agree that after a 7 and 17 April... Like the Astros have a chance to play meaningful baseball in September, like that's amazing. Yeah. So I'm along for the ride. I hate them, and I love them like a brother and a whore.
1: Right, and that's what that's yeah, that's what they do. So they, they reel you back in. They kill you. They break your heart. It's 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 very much like a toxic family relationship where you are required to uh, give unconditional love.
2: Yeah. That's exactly right. So. Uh, World well, well, Series
0: 2016, what? There is one thing I love more get getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Olé! get a free child's plate, We your sticker stuff from any Astros game.
1: Casa Ole.